This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Rams Talk episode 26. Uh, I've got three great guests with me here today to talk about probably not the best week that Derby have had. Um, I'm sure we all know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, the defeat to Port Vale was horrible, very horrible. And we'll be, we'll be sure to pick through all of that uh, and talk about Mansfield as well. So I'm joined first off by Callum Bucock. How are you, mate? You're probably doing better than me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know about that one, mate. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, but I'm uh, good all good. Thank you. Good stuff. Good to hear. Uh Jamie Page. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, I feel a bit silly for saying we put four or five passport veil, but apart from that, um <laughs> okay. Looking forward to hopefully two uh convincing wins on the road, if if that can be a, a, a possibility. And last but not least, Casey Mosley. How are you doing, Casey? I've calmed down from yesterday, so I'm <laughs> I'm trying to keep cool. <laughs> yeah, it's quite quite a somber atmosphere today, isn't it? Um usually we're quite upbeat and if if you listen for the upbeatness, I'm very sorry. Uh it's it's a depressing day. And you know, we'll jump straight into it. Um I've not stopped harping on about it ever since the game finished yesterday. I'm sure the rest of us haven't. The refereeing performance of yesterday was not good. Uh, I think it was Sam Allison was his name. I should probably know that by now. It was it was pretty horrendous. It was really, really not good. Um, we've seen the first penalty. shouldn't have been a penalty. He was nowhere near him. Bloke dives to the floor. There were some hilarious clips of... You know, the bloke just throwing his head at Stearman's legs and getting a free kick for it. And yeah, a lot of strange calls. Uh, I wouldn't say it particularly cost us the game, but it's very strange. Um, So first off, Jamie, referee, what do you think? Yeah, it was a pretty poor performance. And um, just looking at the way that he kind of handled the game as well with kind of delayed hand signals and and just the way he seemingly talked to players. It just, yeah, I mean, it, it baffled everyone, didn't it? And it, I think it infuriated everyone watching. Um, I think this season we've, you know, we've had the the odd kind of poor refereeing performance. It hasn't been as bad as, as last season, but I think this one kind of topped the, topped the lot. I don't, I don't think you, 
you know, you'd, you'd see a performance like that since probably Stuart Atwell um, back all those all those years ago. So, yeah, it was a it was a bit of a disgrace. It, I don't want to hide behind that performance to say that the reason why we lost was was because of the referee. Because I think we all know that actually we weren't we weren't good enough um, to to get you know the win and the three points, which you know we should be beating teams like Port Vale at home. Um, I know Warren is is new to Derby. Um, and the players are new to his ways, but you know we should be turning turning teams over like Port Vale. No disrespect to them, they came with you know a lot of intensity, good fans, um, and and probably you know on the day deserved those three points. They worked hard, so yeah, can't can't hide behind the referee's performance, but poor and and hopefully I don't think I think we said offline, um, you know he probably won't be. Uh, you know, referee in League Two or, or Conference next week, he'll he'll probably be still still playing at this level and and, uh, and picking up a wage, but it doesn't feel right in in my book. Yeah, yeah, I think you're exactly right. Um, you know, as as Callum was saying off air, and I'm I'm sure I'll I'll go to him in a second to ask him about it. It seems strange. Referees are often criticised and often unfairly criticised. You know, you get some refs that get a lot of abuse just because they've given a call against a certain team and that's not right. And we all know that's not right. However, when the referee is so poor that they ruin a game of football and that's what he did, didn't he? He ruined a game of football uh, and made it a, a horrible watch. I don't think I've come away from a game feeling like that in a long, long time. Um, you know, it made the Plymouth game feel like a, a brilliant result because it, it was just horrendous and yeah it's strange that he won't get any repercussions or reprimand in any way he'll just go on to the next game so we'll start and, and go through I guess the whole game piece by piece and, and we got off to the best possible start what a goal by James Collins you know Mendes Lang wins the ball deep in his own half gives it Barkals and Barkals and rinses the defender cuts it back Collins half volley bottom corner Callum what a start I know, I know, and we've we've been asking for James to be actually like this striker that we've kind of been waiting for in terms of um, just confidence. I think he's been um, so dilated to that since the start of the season. You can see just frustration and stuff, but it was so natural to him when, the, and it was actually quite a, a hard cross for him to actually take on the fall, um, and the fact that he's right, taking it put it straight down the barrel and, and, and put it in um, just shows that, that he himself, um, although the team's not performing, he himself has got him into a little bit of form. So, uh, which is good to see. And, and that's what we need from our number nine, which we've not really had for the last couple of seasons. Yeah, I agree. And, and Casey, you know, spoke there about the, the build-up play before the goal, the finish was brilliant, but the build-up was even better. Um, Nathaniel Mendes Lang, he, he gets the plaudits pretty much every week, and it, it's completely deserved because when he's got it, he's he's got it, hasn't he? Oh, definitely. However, I do concern about him having a full match still with his fitness rates. So mm-hmm. I do think like Dobbin or something like that would be needing an extra impact on that as well, especially that second half, for example, when he's laying back at times. But you can see. Mendes Lang being one of our best players so far this season going forward and all that. And them counter-attacks, counter-attacks sorry, at the beginning, it's, it looks really good going towards not far from halfway the season at the moment. Mm, yeah, and, and you are right. I think it's probably a thing for the whole team, isn't it? 
really, when you think about it. You know, they're used to playing this slow possession style of play. And all of a sudden they're being asked to play at 100%, press every ball, fight for every ball. You know, when you're hitting teams on the break, everyone go forward, flood the box, get players in positions. And it's a big change, isn't it? It is a big change. It's it's a completely different style of play. And, and that's why managers can't come in and always have an instant impact. You know, I know we won the game away at Cambridge, which was brilliant, but it will take time for the team to get used to it. And I, I think we've seen that already in, in the last game. Um, Jamie, you know, we've spoke there about um, Mendes Lang's contribution. We've spoke about Collins's contribution. I remember um, I was chatting to the people around me at half time, and we were talking about Tom Barkhausen, and we were saying that it felt like it was probably his best game for us. Yeah, I I haven't been that impressed with Barkhausen this season um, until until um, yesterday. I think. He's come in with a, a good reputation. I think potentially could have got a move to a, a cha- another championship club. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why it is. Maybe it's because I had a bet on him to be leading goal scorer, and now I feel silly even <laughs> even kind of making that bet. Um, but yeah, what we want to see is we want to see him taking people on, doing exactly what he did yesterday for for Collins's goal. Um, and if he continues to do that, he'll you know he'll be in in and around. The kind of the goal contributions and, and that's what he'll want as a as a player. Um so yeah, I mean, you know, individually you look at players like Barkhausen um and say, yeah, you could take some positives there, but it's just so difficult looking for positives when you've obviously obviously lost the game. Um I just hope that we can kind of find this away form now and, and go on a bit of a run. Um, starting with Atkinson Stanley and and kind of keep in touch with those teams above us because you know looking at the table now, you know, Plymouth seem to be running you know running away with it a little bit. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just hoping that these performances can can continue and I think we'll talk about it. It's just that you know the the question is now who's going to fill the the James Collins the James Collins role? Yeah, and and we'll get onto that later on. Um... It's a strange one, isn't it? Um, what happened with Collins? But yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. First off, let's talk about the next thing that happened, their penalty. Um, we'd had a lot of chances. Dobbin probably could have had a hat-trick on his own. All of a sudden, they come down the other end. Uh, Tom Barkhausen dangles a leg. Their bloke throws himself to the floor, gets a penalty. It's a really strange one. Ref didn't give it. Lino probably waited 10, 15 seconds after the ball had gone. Uh, all their players surrounded the ref. It gives it. Casey, dreadful pen, wasn't it? Really, really poor. I don't know what to say because I'm in the West Lower. I actually thought he actually made contact in first, but then when mm. obviously I've seen it on the highlights on the upside of the stadium, it, oh yeah, it was completely dived off on that. But um, yeah, this ref, the referee, it was just an awful game for him, like I say, and yeah, that penalty he took was, was awful. One of the worst pens I've seen for a while. Mm. I feel like, and, and Jamie will know this, I hate players that take slow run-ups on penalties. I ha- I just hate them so much. And when he started off on his slow run-up and then he sped up and he slowed down and he put it wide, I was like, you deserve that. You really deserve that because it just knocks you so off balance. But yeah, it was it was good that he missed. Obviously, later down the line, didn't really make much of a difference. But it was it was a nice moment when it happened. And yeah, I guess we go into half time. We're winning. Everyone's happy. 
everyone's having a nice chat saying, oh, you know, how exciting is this football? We come out second half and everything goes wrong. Uh, Callum, you know, first off, their penalty. What did you think? Their second penalty. It's, it, I was just sitting there just going, like, where, where are the, these officials going to come up with it now? And, and it's so frustrating because it was one of them where you, we felt... It was hard to see from like where I was, but it was like I felt we felt hard done by the first one, and then another one happens, and you're like, "What, what more can go wrong?" And then obviously, as, as we're probably going to talk about, <laughs> it, it, carried, it carried on going wrong. Um, but um, but yeah, no, it, it was uh, another one where the uh, obviously Horahans um, put it put his arm up, which I mean really shouldn't have it up, and. And then he's, uh, and obviously it's uh, hits his hands, whatever has happened, and so between the two of them. And then obviously he's put uh, the wrong player, um, which probably summed up his performance as a, <laughs> as a ref. Um, but uh, but yeah, so it was one of them where as soon as it was given, I couldn't see them missing another one, especially when they've take, uh, changed the kick taker um, mm. and stuff. So, um, which obviously just pegged us back a little bit. Yeah, it, it was grim, wasn't it? I mean, it's like to, to talk through, I guess, step by step, you know, ball comes in, Horahan gets dragged down. I've seen it back. I do think he gets dragged down. I, I don't know how much contact there was, but it did look like player had his arms around him and pulled him down. Obviously, his arms go out to, to signal, you know, ref, free kick. And he shouldn't have done that. It was silly him doing that. And you know, his hand gets a touch. And as you said there, ref then goes and books the wrong player, uh, a player who was nowhere near him, not even involved whatsoever. And he just goes and books him because he clearly doesn't know what he's doing. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's horrible situation and it pegged us back. And then suddenly we looked like we were going to score again and we were creating chance after chance and ball comes in, James Collins attacks it, defender gets there first and Jamie, I mean I know you've seen it, I've probably watched it a hundred times I can't tell how much contact there is but what did you make of, well, Collins' decision? I just think it's silly, I mean don't don't give a referee, you know, you've seen already how bad the referee is, don't give him an excuse to be sent off Um I always think to myself, if it was the other way round, would I want that player sent off? Of, of course I would. Um, and looking back at it a few times and, and looking back at it today, I think, yeah, I think there, is, there isn't the intention to make contact with the player. It's just very silly and he just didn't need to do it. Um, which is, it's a bit strange because I think the Cambridge game, he had a bit of a, an altercation with their right back and it almost it was almost like there was a switch in Collins where he looked to, to be playing a little bit on the, you know, the, the edge of um, that kind of aggression, you know, that aggression. And, and don't get me wrong. I want to see that in a forward. I like that in a forward, but you've got to manage it. Right. Um, and quite clearly he's, he's frustrated. He's not been given the decision. He's not been able to kind of, you know, get away from the defender and, and kind of get the shot in, but that reaction just, just wasn't needed. And, as I said previously, you know, he's in form now and we're now without him for three games. So he's paying the ultimate price. We're paying the ultimate price for that. So hoping that he can come back and uh, and something like that isn't a, a common thing um, mm. because, you know, we need him on the, we need him on the pitch. Um, so, yeah, hopefully he's learned his lesson. I'm not sure if uh, Warren would have kind of put an arm around his shoulder or or, or called him 
something um but yeah interesting to see what uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're a no we're a no swearing podcast so uh, <laughs> i have to remember that there um but yeah interesting to see you know what what's uh wants management on is on that because yeah i if it was me as, as manager i would have yeah been telling them how just how just how silly he was really yeah yeah and to be honest i agree with you in the way that it's a weird one isn't it you know it, the contact is probably with his bicep more than his fist he doesn't try and hit him he hits the floor but he catches him with his arm obviously the bloke reacts like he's just been hit by a train um when actually you know he's probably there's probably there's not that much contact there but it's the it well it's not even intentional intent but it, it it's how it looks and I did think it was bizarre that the ref who was stationed probably 40 yards away um, made the decision that it was completely intentional from there. Didn't have a second thought, didn't ask the line, didn't ask the fourth official. He hadn't even made it before he pulled the red card out. But then, you know, as you said, Jamie, it's, the ref was itching to to do whatever he wanted to do. So, yeah, I'm not surprised he gave the red, but it, it changed the game completely, didn't it? And we ended up not, well, not not doing anything for the rest of the game, pretty much. It knocked the stuffing out of us. We'd lost our focal point up front. And their second goal, it comes from Jason Knight doing something where I think if Max Bird had done it, he'd have been slaughtered. I think he would have been, you know, really sort of thrown to the wolves a little bit. And he just carries the ball in the middle, carries it for way too long, puts Aaron Cashin under loads of pressure. They're through. James Wilson, who, you know, looked like a bit of a donkey all game, just happens to rediscover his form from about 2016 and puts it in the bottom corner. I mean, Casey, it was just a horrible feeling, wasn't it? It was just, it just felt like dread and despair. Raw players to score against James Wilson. I know. Ay, ay, ay. But um, it just made the game worse. From the referee to James Wilson, that's all, that's all I'm going to say on that. But yeah. <laughs> But yeah, with Jason Knight, he's, he's just been a good player all season and he's made the mistake this game. So I think with that case, he's not going to get slated as much having one-off bad game, you see, compared mm. with Bird. He's had a couple of bad games now, which obviously if it was his mistake, there would be quite a bit of slating off, you see. Yeah, yeah. And it's. I thought, to be honest, and I don't know if any of you will agree or disagree with me on this, I didn't think Jason Knight was that great yesterday. I think he struggled a little bit. I think he looked a little bit off the pace. Um, and no one's disagreed with me, which is always nice. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think he looked a little bit off the pace. Um, and I think it's, the change of system is going to be strange, isn't it? It's going to be strange for everyone. And he's moved back into a different position, now playing a different role in a different formation. And yeah, it's going to be a strange one. I think it will take time. And I think it's really important we give the team and Paul Warren time as well, because there will be mistakes like that. There will be games like that. But I think the one positive we can take from it is that both their goals and pretty much every chance they had all came from our mistakes. You know, they didn't really carve us open. It was just when we had lapses of concentration and gave the ball away. So, yeah, I, th- I think it's it's positive looking forward, although it, it doesn't feel very, very positive at the moment. Um, but yeah, so they get their seconds. We're pushing for a goal. Um one, I guess, more incident happened towards the end. Louis Sibley looked like he kind of got thrown to the floor. I know they had their arms on each other, but it, the bloke basically dived on him. 
Um, Callum, penalty, no penalty, Port Vale free kick. What, what did you think? I don't know. He probably come up with some indirect free kick and say it was a handball by the by Richard Stimmen and send him off or something like that. <laughs> um, but um, but no, it, it's it's a tough one. I think it was kind of fifty fifty from the all the clips you probably see on Twitter. Look, um, I would have probably said it was a penalty, but looking back at it. Um, but the, like I said, the with the referee's performance at the weekend, um, I wasn't surprised he, it wasn't given. Um, and uh, it, it's just probably summed up the game where we just weren't having the rub of the green that, that day. And, mm. um, and no matter what we were trying and no matter what we were, what decisions were like, I think Paul wanted in this post-match that we weren't, we were just on the wrong side of the decisions, unfortunately. And you, and you have those games. Yeah. Um, and we're not going to have that referee every week. Thank God. Um, so <laughs> hopefully we can, like I said, just get back to it uh, next game and uh, hopefully we can have a couple of those decisions next game. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. And let's hope we never see Sam Allison ref a derby game again. I know it's wishful thinking because I'm sure he'll ref many more, just like Atwell did. But uh, yeah, let's let's just hope that he doesn't end up anywhere near Pride Park Stadium again. Um, so I guess one final thing about the game, you know, we've spoken about James Collins getting sent off. Um, that obviously opens a door to another player, David McGoldrick, uh, you know, every fan of every team he's ever played for says he's injured for eight tenths of the season. Um, so he's, you know, probably not the most reliable, which kind of leaves William Asula as, as kind of our only other option, um, unless we decide to, for a laugh, let Sobolski play. Um so, Jamie, I mean, I was going to say who's your option. There's not really many options, but who would you want to play that James Collins role for the next three games? Yeah, I think it's got to be Asula, hasn't it? Um, I, was, I was really impressed with him when he came on against Cambridge. Looks physical, looks like he wants, you know, wants to get amongst it. Um, so, yeah, I think it would be Dobbin and, and Asula for, for me. Um, but again, you know, there, there's, not goal, there's not goals there. I know that Dobbin scored in... Um, in the Papa John's trophy. But my worry is that we're going to be making kind of good opportunities and, and not be able to to kind of convert. And that might be the case when we go to Accrington Stanley and we, we lose the game or we draw and, you know, nil-nil. Um, so, yeah, it's a lot of pressure on a young a young kid's kind of shoulders, really. Um, so hoping that one of them can get a goal, you know, in the league quickly and, and kind of give them a bit of confidence. But, yeah, it's a little bit of a... A shame that that McGoldrick isn't in and around that squad because that's exactly what we need. Even if um, you know Collins is is suspended or, or not, but yeah, Sabolski I don't think is is quite ready yet. Um, in in all honesty, although knowing Derby County, he'll probably get a start, score a hat trick against Accrington Stanley, and then go on to get the golden boot or something like that. Because <laughs> that is Derby County after all, isn't it? I wish he would. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? It would be nice. Um, and I, I know I lied and said one more thing. I've got one more thing, Casey. Um, you know, we've talked about the midfields and we've got Bird Knight, Hurrahan in the middle and they were really struggling. I mean, I thought Hurrahan was going to pass out and die towards the end of that second half. Um, he looked like he was struggling a little bit and it's it's a different style of football. It's much more intense and... We've got a player in Corey Smith who's used to that sort of style of football. That's his game. He likes to run round, boot people and also play some decent football as well. 
Um, can you see a starting spot for him when he returns? And if you're going to replace one of the three, which one would it be? I know I've put you on the spot here. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. Um, yeah, I'd love to see Corey Smith come back straight in the squad straight away because I think he'd be more adept to work with, um, I think with Horahan as well. And I know Horahan won't play a full game without being absolutely tired out of his arse. But even so, I think he'd be a perfect option to come off for someone like maybe like Bird or not in the second half as well. Because I think I think Smith can play a full game personally. He did it most games that when he was a Swansea as well. So I think he can that hold the ball as well, but hold the ball sorry more in that midfield and, and actually keep that like, the midfield in right shape. Mm. I think it's horrendous that we're discussing which midfielders can finish a game. <laughs> <laughs> How have we ended up in this situation? Uh, but yeah, no, no, I agree. I think it'll be it'll be nice, I think, to have a little bit more rotation as well. Um, obviously, Hurahan's got that quality that will win your games. Um, but, you know, some games he's just off it. And I think he was off it a little bit yesterday. And yeah, his, his set pieces were very strange, I think, yesterday. Um especially considering the quality we know he has. So, yeah, um, and I guess, lads, Jamie, Callum, um, what do you think? Quick fire answer. Uh, who would you drop for, for Corey Smith if he did start? Or you could say um, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I can't, I, from what I've seen with, obviously it's only been, what, two, two games now. So um, I actually don't think Horahan suits Paul Warren um, because look, watching Paul Warren's obviously when he first joined looking at Rotherham's previous teams that midfield needs to be fit and and 90 minute fit constant pressure box to box um, and Conor Horahan is just in that stage of his career he's not that um, but Corey Smith I actually think more of that player so if you had the birds and I Bird, Knight and Corey Smith. I think that's more of a Paul Warman feel that we know as from his past, obviously, previous tendencies at uh, Rotherham um, rather than a Horahan. Mm. I, I think oh, the trouble is you've got quality of Horahan that you just feel that you need to put in the team. But, I mean, if if that's kind of hindering the midfield by not playing him and, and stuff, then... Is is it worth a try that if Corey Smith's fit? The trouble is Corey Smith hasn't been fit all season, so yeah. I mean, him finishing ninety minutes is isn't really a a, a shoe in. So, mm. and that's the longest quick fire answer I think I've ever had. <laughs> uh, so, cheers, cheers to that, Callum. Uh, Jamie, have you got one equally as quick? Yeah, well, yeah, I'll try and I'll try and be a little bit quicker than Callum. Um, I, yeah, I tend to agree. I think I think Hurahan, um at the moment would be the person that comes out for for Smith. However, what I would say is with no James Collins, who's going to score a goal? Especially if Mendes Lang is playing in a you know in a, a, a right wing back position. Um, so yeah, it, it's a it's a real it's a real difficult one. But I'd have to probably pick Hurahan just because I think Max Bird, vice captain. You know, Paul Warren stuck with that. Um, and I think actually, you know, the, the guys are right. He's not up to the the levels of of kind of intensity that, that Paul Warren expects. Um, so unless there's a little tweak with formation, which I don't think there's going to be, I think it'll be yeah. For me, I would take Hurahan out, and uh, maybe he can kind of come on last thirty and uh, and get those goals like he like he has done. Mm. 
Yeah, it's funny. A few weeks ago, Hurahan was the best player to ever grace the earth. And now it's like, oh, maybe he should be dropped. So, yeah, football's a funny game, isn't it? It is a funny game. It constantly changes. But no, it's a good point. I think, you know, I'd I'd happily see a little bit of rotation between all of them. Um, I think, you know, if Hurahan can play 60, 70 minutes and then we bring someone else on, that's, that's fine by me. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll just see what happens regarding that, and hopefully it just all works out, and and we don't have to don't have to worry about it anymore. Um, let's quickly talk about Mansfield then. Uh, you know, we drew one all. Dobbin decent finish, um, defending for their goal not good, uh, penalties not good. Um, give you know, let's have a quick let's say five word review of of the Mansfield game from all of you. Um, who do I want to put the pressure on first? Uh, Callum, you, you've just been counting your fingers on screen. Uh, that makes me think that you have an answer. Go on, mate, you're up first. Uh, no, that was just uh, me trying to work out what... <laughs> when he was, especially after my last answer. Um, <laughs> no, um, I think it was just... Uh, it was a training exercise. That's That's the way I looked at it. Um, it, that's the way it that was a training exit. Yeah, that works. <laughs> that, does work. that does work. <laughs> right, um, yeah, that's, yeah. All it, that's all it came across as that entire game. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Uh, Jamie, pressure's on you now because that was actually surprisingly good. That was very good, actually. Um, not as much depth as we thought. Maybe. <laughs> 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 oh yeah not as much de- uh, depth question mark oh there you go. that's still two words but anyway yeah. we'll, 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 we'll move on <laughs> right Casey pressure's on you we've had one good one one that uh, uh, it's all on you now mate we was lacking of experience yeah oh nice. that's good that's good yeah we were lacking experience okay what's yours mate What's, oh no, I haven't even thought about it. On the spot. Uh, on the last. spot. I know, I know, it's my own fault. You're not meant to ask me questions on my own podcast, it's not fair. <laughs> um, oh, what are we going for? Um, young players struggle playing together. There we go. Hey. There we go. Hey. Off the top of the head. I think we did play too many young players, but it is Papa John's trophy, isn't it? And that's what the competition's yeah. all about. Um Gutted, we lost the bonus point on the penalty shootout. Devastated. Um, I'm not absolutely I know. Hated. I know. Mansfield, greatest win in their history, as we saw. What a one-all win! Um, you know they were celebrating that. Maybe a little bit too much, but anyway, let's forget that and on to the predictions for our next game, which is next week, which is Accrington away. Uh, they're in and around us, which is depressing. Um, However, obviously, there's there's different circumstances. We've played get a few games less or a couple of games less. Um, so it's, it's a bit of a false table at the minute. But it's not going to be easy, will it? I don't know who to go to here. Who do you want to go to? Who wants to speak? Who wants to talk about Accrington? No nice one, one <laughs> <laughs> uh, Um I'll, I'll go on, I'll go. Um, I, the, I, I think Accrington away is just notoriously just horrible it's that it's the it's the epitome of like that ground that you go to away that you you're not confident that you're going to get three points out just because of they just make that that like sort of hostile ground as such I, I, I suppose it depends on what sort of attendance they bring up so I think we're packing out most of the ground ourselves um with the 
great away following that we've been having. So um, it might actually turn into a bit of a <laughs> home tie, um, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll feel a bit like um, those old pre-season games of Burton. Uh, you know, we'd sell out like two stands at Burton, and that's that's good. Always enjoyed those. Um, Jamie, quick score prediction. What do you reckon? How's it going to go? I'm going to say one all. I think we'll draw. You've been um, safe this time. Yeah, yeah, I am being safe. Yeah, I I just don't know where. Again, I, I'm probably going to, and I'm hoping that I'm really wrong, and we go and put three or four past them. But I'm just wondering where that that kind of goal or goals come from. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be, like Callum said, a, a hostile game. There's going to be a bit of a a bit of a fight. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll see what we're we'll see what we're made of. But I don't think there'll be a new picture on the win wall, um, but there might be one on the draw wall. Hey. <sighs> Is there a draw wall? <laughs> How long have you been thinking about that know, one? Yeah. Literally just come to me like right now. So. <laughs> That's horrendous. Right, Casey. Um, Jamie's, Jamie's said a draw. Uh, we know it's going to be a really tough game. Um, you know, Accrington's... Uh, you know, it's, it's it's synonymous if that's the right word with um, with difficult trips. You know, everyone that goes to Accrington says it's a hard game. Um, the pitch is very small. The crowd is very close. It's more of an old school type of ground. What are you thinking? I can't remember last time it was the pitch conditions. It was awful. So that's a big scenario where we need to think about on coming up to Saturday. I forgot about so, that. Uh, yeah, it was awful. We were even looking to score one goal against them last time in the FA Cup to be fair but um, I'm optimistic I think we can get one or two goals I think it'll be like a 2-0 win personally I hope so I hope so and I've just remembered my hatred of Accrington for crippling Mason Mount I completely <laughs> forgot about that so we better go we better go and win now uh, Callum score prediction uh, I'm going 1-0 one 1-0 one uh, yeah, so, so was it, yeah I think that was the result when we played them last time so yeah, yeah. I'm just going to go repeat of that Who's going to be our wagon? Uh, let's go William Masula. Let's go de- uh, well, not debut, debut under Paul Warren as a starter. And get, uh, <laughs> just go, go get, get, get him, a, uh, go get him a, a nice header. Or let's, let's go for a header. That was that was such a tenuous link. It was it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I hope so too. Um, I have a feeling, yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be very important that that we're on on top of our game and and that in the last 15, 20 minutes, we've got more legs. I think we've got a week to sort of try and work towards it now. And yeah, let's hope we we use that week well and and can replicate the Cambridge result. Um, I'm going to say, uh, horrible. I'm going to go one all, I think. I, 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 yeah, I think it's going to be a really tough game. Um, obviously, we're lacking a little bit of firepower up front, which is quite funny because if you'd asked three games ago, I'd have been like, yeah, maybe Collins shouldn't play. And now it's like, oh, no, <laughs> Collins can't play. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but yeah, I think it'll be a tough game. Um, let's hope the lads bring some of the fight that they had at Cambridge to Accrington and, and we can get ourselves a result. So, lads, thank you very much for coming on. A, a little bit of, as you said, a sombre podcast today. Um, it's a horrible result, but we've had a bit of a laugh and, and it's always good to, to talk about these sorts of things. Um, but yeah, cheers, lads. Thank you very much for coming on. Shame. Shame. Yeah. Cheers.
So if you did enjoy the podcast, uh, please do check out our Twitter at Rams Talk Pod. I think that's what it is nowadays. Um, and yeah, like, subscribe, follow us on whatever you've got. Give us a rating. If it's a bad one, don't give us a rating. But if it's a good one, please, I'm begging you, please give us a rating. Um, and yeah, if you did enjoy, please do let us know. And if you do want to get involved, also let us know. So yeah, thank you very much. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.